Well, uh, Ismail, thank you so much for taking your time for this. I really appreciate it. As we start, can you maybe talk about your current role in the company? Yeah, sure. So I am working as a VP um, IT data security. And mm -hmm. uh, my responsibility include uh, uh, security and uh, overall compliance uh, of uh, IBEX Global Organization. I understand. And can you maybe just a couple of words about the organization? Yeah, so we are basically a, a public holding company, um, IBEX Global, uh, and we are providing um, outsourcing services mm -hmm. uh, to various uh, clients in uh, different uh, IT fields and different uh, service sectors. I see. I understand. And uh, can you uh, talk a little bit about your uh, previous roles, about your kind of career? How did you get into cybersecurity? Technology yeah, sure. So, yeah, sure. So, um, back in 2005, I graduated uh, uh, in information security uh, from one of the prestigious institute uh, um, in Pakistan. And then I kind of uh, joined uh, as a configuration management engineer. Uh, my early role was uh, for, for around two years, I was in software configuration management, but I was always wanted to switch to uh, my um, uh, interested field that is information security that was kind of new at that time in, in Pakistan as well. Um, so I got the opportunity in the same organization uh, to establish a, a security program. Um, and uh, I was kind of the pioneer guy who mm -hmm. established all the, you know, uh, doing the risk assessment and then uh, security operations, governance, risk and compliance, all these things. Um, I, I done that uh, in that organization. Then I moved to uh, one of the largest uh, financial uh, service sector in, um, in Pakistan. And then um, my journey continued to Telenor Global Share Services. And after that, I joined uh, IBEX uh, Global as, um, as a director of IT security. I understand, I understand. It's, it's very interesting. I, as you can imagine, uh, cybersecurity in general is just as a field is getting so much attention recently and it seems like it's growing popularity if nothing else just judging by uh, updates on TechCrunch it seems like every other week there is another company raising a couple hundred million dollars at a billion dollar valuation so there is certainly a lot of uh, a lot of interest in the space from your vantage point and from your experience, what would you recommend maybe some of the more junior professionals or even students um, as they're looking into this field and, and considering creating a career for themselves? What would you recommend that they spend their time on? I think uh, so cybersecurity itself is a very vast field, right? Uh, there are different uh, domains in the cybersecurity. So uh, my recommendation to the people or the students is that uh, if they really think uh, they have uh, that attitude and aptitude uh, to move into the cybersecurity field, then they should start from uh, my my uh, recommendation is to, to like uh, system administration, understanding the operating system or the network, because this will be the core of uh, any cybersecurity professional, right? Um, so these are the uh, the, the building blocks. Uh, where you're going to build your career on, on all these uh, the next steps uh, moving forward to your career. So I think this um, uh, uh, deep understanding of the operating systems and the networks, as well as the de development, that's going to really help uh, any cybersecurity professional in its uh, long-term career. I understand. I understand. And um, there are so many issues that people are discussing right now. Um, breaches, I mean, like Okta, probably the most recent one, yeah. ransomware, yeah. Um, various 
uh, zero day exploits, um, you know, zero trust. It, it, it's it's really kind of it, there's there's kind of so many kind of new themes and and, and issues. It's something that's kind of top of mind right now. But imagine you have a crystal ball and you can see the future. Uh, in your view, six months from now, twelve months from now. What do you think CISOs will be focusing on? What, what do you think will be top three challenges they will be thinking about? Uh, I will start from that. I think um, if, you, if you look on the breaches, most of the time, these are very uh, simple things that were not taken care of, right? I mean, if you talk about uh, uh, patching uh, uh, passwords, uh, vulnerability assessment, system ports. So these are very basic things. So cybersecurity hygiene is, is one of the important thing to be in place, right? Uh, there are sophisticated attacks happening. Um, I understand that. But uh, if you if you look at the trend, you see that there were very, you know, uh, trivial things that were exploited. Uh, uh, the, the, the patches were out there for like three months, six months, or even a year, but the organization did not you know, uh, patch uh, their, their system and that lead into the uh, compromise. Uh, from future point of view, I think uh, my understanding is that uh, there are a couple of things. One is that uh, this uh, uh, new um, uh, working model, especially in this uh, COVID situation, um, work from home model, that created a lot of challenges for the organization because now the 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 shift of uh, of of the of the environment that you are working in a closed uh, network infrastructure within that organization premises has totally changed um, you are you have to give employees access to their network over there from their homes and and that creates another uh, layer of uh, security challenges and and creates vulnerabilities as well so I think uh, one is aspect is this uh, remote working model that that would be a challenge and cybersecurity professional need to make sure that uh, in any such scenarios, they are uh, taking care of all those uh, things, all those control are in place. Um, I think the second thing is the, the cloud part, the cloud computing that again, uh, I was reading a report from IBM and uh, the, the, the threat uh, report was saying that the, the cloud security attacks kind of increased over the time. And the reason is that people think that uh, it's a cloud, so it's safe. No, it's your responsibility. What is the model of that uh, uh, service that you are taking? So many times it's all your responsibility to manage that, implement all those controls on the cloud infrastructure. And then third, of course, these uh, um, hackers guy, these threat actors who are providing different kind of soft ransomware service and things like that. So these three things I, I, I think uh, are uh, kind of important and they will be, uh, we will be seeing the, the same trend in future. I understand. I understand. Well, thank you for sharing this. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit, based on your experience with Afinia, I mean, I, I, in general, kind of the community is meant uh, to provide opportunities for members to share knowledge in various ways, offer networking opportunities. Uh, so essentially how to learn together and succeed together. And sometimes we we succeed at that, and sometimes yeah. uh, we also have challenges. So from your experience uh, so far, what are the things that you like that are valuable for you? Uh, what are the things you think Afinia is lacking and we can do more of? So I will be honest here. Um, I, I, was, I wasn't quite following Afinia, uh, but I started this, uh, I, I believe, a month or two, two months back. And I think one of the interesting things that I found is that this uh, this discussion part, right? So you get to know uh, uh, 
uh, opinion from different uh, security leaders. Uh, what are the trends? What is going on uh, in in our current environment, and what would be the future uh, from cybersecurity perspective? Um, I think uh, if we can uh, um, add that a bit more collaboratively. I mean, some I, I don't know if that is already there, but um, like what the, the the point we just discussed about uh, security trends, how cybersecurity uh, community should. Uh, try to you know uh, cope up with the coming industry uh, challenges security challenges or or trends that are shifting at the infrastructure level as well as from the uh, threat actors perspective so that i think would be um, kind of more helpful and then again uh, th there should be some kind of a, a sharing of uh, um, uh, or feedback about uh, various products. I, uh, I mean, it, it shouldn't be like that. You you are providing uh, specific information um, if you are using that product, but the experience about uh, you know uh, different security technologies, that kind of uh, thing that should be very helpful if we uh, continue moving uh, forward. Really? Uh, for and then the first point that you mentioned, um, are you thinking something on the lines of uh, a virtual roundtable when? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be more helpful because then you have different, uh, um, uh, you know, cybersecurity professionals, leaders from different uh, uh, background, from different experience, and that can kind of uh, give us an opportunity to learn from each other. Mm -hmm. And do you think that they should be industry specific or, um, or not? Or you think it would be just by maybe company size or title? What, what, what do you think would make the most sense? I think both can work. Uh, I mean, if you if you if you have a different background, uh, somebody is coming from say um, a financial uh, background, uh, financial institution. Some is coming from IT services. Some is is coming from health uh, organization. That will give us a different perspective of what kind of challenges out there and how they are catering uh, those uh, or addressing those mm -hmm. uh, security challenges. So that would be, I think, uh, helpful. A mix. Certainly, certainly. And the second point that you mentioned about providing feedback about products and how to imagine vendors as well. Well, I know there are kind of different venues that currently people are going for. I know there, there are Gartner reports and the Magic Quadrants and whatnot. Uh, there is Captera, there is G2 Crowd, but um, every, every resource, even though maybe serving its needs, but not, probably not without challenges. And actually uh, we're planning in our roadmap to have a resource. Um, it's almost gonna be a director of vendors that's only available to members. Once you log into the website, you'll be able to see and provide feedback and also search for feedback from other members. So actually you can put, and, and it's not just five-star review or three-star review, there's actually, uh, you can see who left this review and you can reach out and provide it and ask for additional information, kind of additional color. Uh, we're still kind of working on this internally, but do you think, what are your thoughts on something like this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you can, you can uh, uh, review all those uh, reports, uh, Gartner reports and other stuff, but I think it, it would be more appropriate and it would be give more uh, value if somebody who has actually you know uh, have experienced those uh, those solutions those uh, technologies because uh, it it can vary uh, i mean for say for a small organization one solution can fit but for a larger organization that solution might not be very appropriate so i think this kind of uh, feedback and uh, experience 
that would be really helpful for other uh, community members. Uh. Interesting. We actually we may take you up on this <laughs> uh, as we're kind of as we're building uh, this functionality. I would love to get your feedback on some of the forms, some of the questions. So again, as a side note, not not as part of this, but we'd love to reach out and get your get your feedback on this. Awesome. And kind of speaking of vendors, um, uh, usually when the subject is brought up, uh, people have pretty strong emotional response because it's everyone gets pitched so many, so much over email and phone. If kind of if you look back at last three months, six months, uh, can you think of a vendor who was, where the experience was amazing? Um, and I'm just wanting, without naming names, uh, what is it that they did that uh, worked? Uh, and also, what are like the top three things you dislike about how vendors approach cybersecurity executives? Um, I think yeah. Um, so um, I've. I've been uh, working with some vendors and uh, some were really um, went to extra mile. Um, it's all, I mean, it's all depend that uh, once you, for example, once you finalize a product, especially once you finalize a product, how much uh, support uh, you are providing in during uh, that or after that uh, deployment of the, of the product. So that is important. It's not like just uh, you um, sell that product and then, you know, you don't get that uh, kind of a support that you or the feedback that you were initially getting before this uh, sale or before finalizing the solution. So yeah, we, we, we have experienced some uh, vendors who were uh, really uh, great uh, in not uh, before, during the engagement, but after the engagement, they really uh, kind of provided us uh, uh, support that we required from different kind of uh, challenges that we faced during the deployment. So um, about uh, not liking, I, I mean, if you are, if you are, <laughs> if, if you're trying to sell uh, a product that is not uh, appropriate, that is not uh, best fit into my environment, and you are trying to again pitch that, um, I kind of don't like that. I mean, if 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 its product is uh, fit into my environment, definitely uh, we will look into that and we will make progress. But if it is not, then there is no point, you know, to uh, knocking again and again. I see. I understand. Well, I I hear some people saying that they get. Uh, calendar invites from people that don't know, just hoping that some of them maybe will get accepted. So uh, I, I hear that some of the vendors are more aggressive than others and some are yeah. extremely, extremely aggressive. But um, I understand it, it, it certainly makes sense. Um, and again, kind of switching gears a little bit, we talked about challenges and existing challenges and emerging challenges. Where do you usually go for um, educate for kind of information for um, kind of new, whether it's emerging threat vectors or emerging, uh, emerging new solutions. Is it conferences? Is it uh, analysts? Is it, you know, uh, RSA, Black Hat, uh, Gartner? Is it your peer network, um, industry publications? Uh, what's your um, favorite go-to source? Uh, I normally prefer to, uh, I would love, love to go to conferences, but um, due to my work nature and workload, uh, it's uh, it's kind of hard to get time for that. But 
um, most of the time I prefer to, uh, uh, I have subscribed to different, uh, you know, uh, forums. So I get that uh, kind of information about uh, what are the new or uh, uh, trends, what are the latest threats uh, coming in. So, and what are the uh, uh, security trends that are coming in. So I get those from uh, the forum by reading different stuff. And then of course, uh, some, um, uh, solutions that we have, we get uh, threat intelligence from there as well. So that's how we are, you know, trying to cope up with the latest technology and, and the trends. I understand. I understand. Um, I guess last question, um, kind of going back to some of the ways it, we, we talked about the virtual, uh, I just, I just thought about, about the virtual round table, but at yeah. some point, um, well, hopefully, I think more and more parts of life are opening up and we're, we're actually considering doing a small scale, maybe half a dozen or a dozen members uh, to convene for a face-to-face -face event. Is it something you think will be feasible? I know maybe in the second half of uh, 2022, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, based on uh, this uh, COVID situation, um, the, the rates are going down. So I think uh, things will be open up. And uh, yeah, I would love to have a face-to-face -face conversation with uh, with my uh, peers awesome. and the uh, cybersecurity community. Awesome. Well, Ismail, thank you so much for your time. I, I think uh, this, was, this was very productive. I, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that.